Nobody from UNC has ever won tailgate of the year. That's not on Mac Brown's mind, but the Blue Devils are. Coach, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm doing great, David. How are you? I'm doing really well. I heard that earlier today you said the loss in Blacksburg, six overtimes, was one of the three toughest of your entire career. What made it that? David, we had about five chances to win it with one play. Yeah. And you got to do that. When you get, we, we, we're growing up, we're getting better, we're trying so hard, we're in every game, but when it, it's time to put it away, you got to put it away, and that's, that's the next step for us. Did you, your staff, or your players even remember how the rules change when you go that many overtimes? Well, we did, because I think we're the first team to have ever done it yep. with Virginia Tech, and um, I, I still would like for us to move the ball back to the 35 instead of 25, and we probably won't get to six. And there's very few teams that have ever got to six. And very honestly, we had our chances to cut it short, and so did Virginia Tech. So it shouldn't have gotten to six. None of us just wanted to finish it. You announced a change earlier today. Uh, Noah Ruggles, of course, has missed some kicks for you. True freshman walk-on Jonathan Kim is your new place kicker. Uh, tell us about that change, and where do you stand, Coach? You were accused of icing your own kicker on one of the field goals up in Blacksburg. Uh, what's your philosophy about whether you talk to that guy or whether you ignore him when a big kick is on the way? Uh, I've, I've always talked to him because I talk to him every day, and we make that kick every day. And in fact, every day in practice, David, we, we have a countdown, seven, six, five, four, to win the game. Um, so we, we do that daily with, with both our kickers. And both of our kickers have been competing all the time. And Jonathan will start as the starter this week. But these guys will compete all week. Uh, we actually went up till game time on Saturday to see which kicker would kick off and which kicker would uh, do the field goal. So. Uh, we chart them every time. We chart them daily, and that's just something we do. We uh, obviously didn't ice our kicker. We've got a very young offensive line. Uh, we had the tackle over, and we didn't need it at that point on the field. So we knew they were going to call a timeout anyway, so it didn't bother us. We called the timeout to make sure that we were lined up properly in the offensive line. I think I first had a recruiting conversation with you in 1987. So you and I are both familiar with the rules that prevent you from talking about individual prospects. But I wonder in the more general sense, Coach, you are making huge positive headlines in recruiting. Without naming names, can you just tell us what message is clicking so well? You know, and, and does it even matter when they see you, you know, one point short of the number one team in the nation, Clemson, a few weeks ago? David, it's a great question, but this is a great place to recruit to. You've got a great academic university. A lot of these kids grow up loving North Carolina. They love basketball here. They love the color. And we are the state university. And now they wanted to see the stadium full, and it's been full. Every game has been a sellout. Our students are packing in. We don't, we don't have enough uh, tickets for our students. Uh, Saturday is a sellout for Duke. And now they see that we're competing so hard, we were one play away from beating Clemson. We're, uh, we're in every ball game. We had opportunities on Saturday night, so I had so many texts from the recruits after the game saying, oh, coach, we're so close. So the message is, David, we're, we're, this bunch is setting the foundation for the future. We're thin. We've lost a lot of guys to injury, um, but they're competing their tail off, and we're so close. 
we need you recruits to help us take it to the next level. Mac Brown is with us, the Hall of Famer from the North Carolina Tar Heels. You can follow him on Twitter at Coach Mac Brown. I wonder, Coach, I mean, you lived through not only some great Duke Carolina football games, but as you know, it's regarded in men's basketball as one of the best rivalries in the whole world of sports. Did you actually find yourself making time to see Duke and Carolina play in basketball when you were the head coach at Texas or a broadcaster oh, at ESPN? Absolutely. In fact, uh, nobody in Texas understood it, but <laughs> Uh, my sons and I were looking for the game as soon as we got to Texas. How do you find it right during recruiting? And everybody said, what? You're looking for a basketball game? I said, yeah, it's an important basketball game. And I, I love that game. I love the way they compete. And, and uh, Duke's had the, the better half of, of this rivalry for us for a while now. So uh, it's not a rivalry unless both teams are winning. So we've got to get it back so, so we're more competitive. You and I, I believe, were in a post-game press conference in 1989 after Duke beat your Tar Heels 41 to nothing, and you couldn't have known at the time, but Steve Spurrier's Blue Devils took the photo in front of the Keenan Stadium scoreboard. Do you remember anything about that? Because, Coach, after that, your Tar Heels won the victory bell 13 years in a row, so that's memorable. Yes, I want to thank Steve for taking that photo. <laughs> he sent it out as a Christmas card, so it, it's one that we were able to get at Keith. And uh, I don't think I'd use it for motivation now, David, right. but uh, we used it for the next eight years for sure while I was here. Right. He didn't get credit for all 13, but he helped turn the tide in that rivalry. Hey, you and David Cutcliffe have both been the national coach of the year. So as you're on opposite sidelines on Saturday afternoon, how do you describe what makes your car counterpart special? Well, I, I love David Cutcliffe. He's uh, first. He's a really good man. He's a good father. He's a good husband. He's uh, a guy who really cares about the game of football. He and I were on the um, American Football Coaches Association board, and and we sat there for hours every spring and talked about what's good for the game. And he cares about what's good for the game, and he does it right. He doesn't break rules. He brings in good kids. They're bright kids. Uh, he coaches them well. Uh, he is the, the perfect guy at Duke to win like he has for the, the long time that he's been there. He's had a, a long tenure. He's had opportunities to leave, and, and uh, I love him. I did see on Twitter the other day that he was calling Coach Roy Williams and I out for a dance contest, <laughs> dancing for the stars. I may leave that to his, Roy. I don't think I'm in their league. He actually had a few of those comments here on our show. I think it was last Thursday, but, uh, yeah, I think you all are pretty good dancers, actually. Last thing for you. Uh, long ago, Coach, it felt like the label homecoming used to mean you'd schedule somebody that you knew you would beat and your players would have fun and you'd have fun and your fans would have fun. The, the definition of homecoming has changed, and I'm just curious because it is technically your homecoming weekend. Is it a big deal to the players anymore as the Blue Devils are your homecoming opponent but certainly not a cupcake, uh, or is it mostly for the fans nowadays? No, I think it's mostly for the fans. We were the uh... – homecoming game at Virginia Tech last okay. week. So uh, the ACC and TV makes your schedule, and the university has to figure out what day's best for them to have homecoming for the students and the fans. So I, I really don't think they're connected anymore like they used to be. At, at Tulane, we were everybody's homecoming <laughs> game. They, they would put us at the first of homecoming, at the end for homecoming. They just wanted to call us and say, when can you get here? That's going to be our homecoming. <laughs> We always ask if we could have a parade and uh, or have a float in their parade. That's not the only thing we could win. Well done, Coach. Thank you for squeezing us in on the David Glad Show. Good luck against the Blue Devils. Thanks, David. You Thanks got for it. having me out. You got it. Mac Brown, year one of part two, his tenures in Chapel Hill.